Welcome back, everyone, to Pillow Thoughts, Episode 6, Pillow Thoughts Edition, where I'll be asking, what keeps you up at night? We're joined with the usual boys, with a Z, Matty D. Yo, yo. And it's always a better day, with Jacob K. Hello. And life doesn't get any bigger without our good pal, James, the quality person we admire greatly. Okay. (laughs) We're talking about holes. Just what are they? Aliens. Illuminati. How to make a pocket pussy with household items. Rocks. Just what are they up to? Harambe. And finally, what is the deal with shopping trolleys? So, I was just chilling out in bed and I was watching a video on holes. And there is a lot of interesting questions. I'd like to pass this one over to Mike. Okay. Now, Mike, what is a hole? What is a hole? Yes. Um, how is that? How am I supposed to answer this question? Just explain it in, in, in layman's terms. What is a hole for you? Um, Uh, I'm, bro, um, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of imagining that this is going to be like a red herring question. Don't worry, it continues. It continues. But, so, if it's, am, am I describing a naturally occurring a hole? hole what, or... What's a hole to you? A hole. Hmm. Mm, interesting. A hole mm. is a hole. No, that. What you might say something like that. No. What <laughs> is interesting about this question is, Matty, when you Yo. are eating the donut, do you eat the hole? But where does it no. go? What do you mean, where does what go? Yeah, where does it go? The donut hole. hole? You think there's a hole in a donut? You know, the hole in the middle of a donut. Where does it go? When you eat it. It's not a a hole in the middle of a donut, bro. Are are you talking about a ring donut? That is specifically a ring donut, and therefore... Uh, A ring donut, then. If a donut has a hole... Have you eaten it? I think the the only hole that any donuts are are from the the thing they use to put the jam in the mm, middle of it. Interesting. So you're saying there is a hole in a donut? Not a not in a ring donut though. No, like or or for that. Or as an extension to that, nor is there a hole in a polo. In a polo? That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. Jacob, what do you think? Is there a hole in a polo? Wait, what? <laughs> is there a hole in a donut? A hole in a donut or a hole in a polo? Is there... My mind is... So, like, what the hell is going on? Right. <laughs> I'm listening to you, though, like, what? Um... <laughs> Mm. Um, 
I, d- I don't know because like the, a ho- like there's all different terms for holes though, isn't there? Like there's potholes, which are the things in the ground, like mm. in roads and things, but that isn't really a whole hole or anything. Aye, because a hole because isn't a hole like I don't know, such a weird one because you can say that you've dug a hole. Aye. And things. Then there's potholes. Then there's yeah, you can. Yeah. Then there's like they say the pole, the hole with polo with a, the hole and stuff. So I don't know. It, it's right. such a, like well, Matt, this is messing up my mind now. Yeah, but Matt. okay. So so can can we can we then assume right that if we're talking a hole that is not a naturally occurring hole, that a hole is the space in between or whatever an object that has been made and therefore there is nothing there where there should be. Hence, where there should be, hence, there cannot be a hole in a polo. But do you eat it? No. What do you mean? Do I eat you don't, it? You don't eat a hole because you eat you eat the object that you're holding. Yeah, but you're saying that which in which in what basically what we're saying, right, is that a hole a, a polo doesn't have a hole, so you don't eat a hole. Right, in you a eat polo. the polo. All right, but so you're saying there isn't a hole in a polo. That's what I'm but saying. But I would say that there was a hole in the polo, and if the existence of a hole was to be there, then I have eaten it. I've eaten the hole. But then, if you've eaten a hole, then you would have a hole in your stomach, but you don't have a hole in your stomach. Ah, that's a good one, because that actually brings up me on to my next point. Um, so... With it, you, haven't asked, you haven't asked James? Oh, sorry, James, what do, you, what do you think? Is there a hole in a polo, and do you eat it? Well, thanks for remembering me. <laughs> I was going to get that. It, it, it comes. I'm still talking about holes in the next segment, so don't worry. I was going to ask you. Right. I was going to ask you for the next part. To be honest, when you introduced the segment, I honestly thought you were talking about the book holes. Like, you know, that's what I honestly thought mm-hmm. you were talking about. Um, but you're right. Like, there's different type of holes because there's a type that, like, you dig in the dirt, and then there's like. Mm-hmm. A screwdriver hole through something, or like, I don't know. I, I it's a, it's a difficult one. Yeah, I'm undecided. So if I had a polo and I put like like a cocktail stick through it, I'm putting the cocktail stick through a hole. Um, yes, but then by by extension, are you not? If you put a cocktail stick on the outside of it, also in your theory, putting it in a hole. Um, because what what is missing in the very center of the polo is the exact same that's on the outside of the polo. Well, let me jump on to the next segment. This is all, this is good because this is what it's all about. It's all about um, the uh, vagueness of the question. Now, um, would you say a jar has a hole? A d- yeah, a jar. Um, go for James. Does does a, a jar have a hole? Is it like a jam jar? If you had a jam jar that was empty, does it have a hole? 
I would say not really, but I get where you're coming from because of the the way it is. Uh, Matty? Um, again, I don't think I would classify it per se oh. as a whole because it's it to, to me a whole is is not a design and I, I just don't think a, that it's an yeah. opening sure but I would say there's a difference between an opening and a whole right hmm. um, see where I was going with it was if you were to say that a jar did have a hole and that if you flayed out the top of the jar and made it into a glass, would it still have a hole? And then you keep flaying the glass, flaying the sides and make a bowl. Does the bowl have a hole? Then if you keep going and you make it into a plate, and now you're just getting into ridiculous territory, does the plate have a hole? Jacob. No, because they are all different uh, by design. Interesting. What if I did like a medium between a bowl and a jar? Where does it stop being a hole? Well, it never was. In in my opinion, it was never a hole in the first place. Um, disclaimer for the audience, please do not listen to this when you are high. Um, <laughs> Dude... Are you sure that you're not high? <laughs> so be be uh, honest with me, right? We, you've you've heard Jacob's take, you've heard James's take, and you're hearing mine. Why do you think that there is a hole in the top of a jam jar? Why do you think there is a hole in a ring donut? Because or a I can put things through it, and I can like and put my finger through a donut hole and put a cocktail stick through. A polo, I can put jam in a jar, uh, and it's just very, it's just a, like a vague thing. Okay, so, so what, what does this hole consist Sorry of? What does it consist of? Exactly. What, what does the hole consist the hole of? Consists of, um, what keeps me up at night? What, what? The exact same stuff that is out by your logic outside right. of the hole, and if therefore it is the same thing, how can it be? Ah, ah I see what you're saying. Because if it's just air and you can pass, quote, a cocktail stick through the polo by passing the cocktail stick around the polo, you're ultimately doing the same thing, and there's no difference. So it's a ring, not a hole. Because it is. It's a ring. They're made in moulds right. and are never intended to be a full are thing. Are you suggesting that uh, the area around us is all hole? No, I'm asking you if that's what you think based off of uh, your maybe. theory. Maybe I do. <laughs> this is a good place to bring us on to question two. Uh, <laughs> all right, aliens. Do aliens exist? And I'm going to go over to James. 
do aliens exist? I sure think they do. They do. Why? Because there's multiple unexplained UFO sightings. Mm. The reason I bring this up is because uh, the uh, there was like some uh, body from the USA who released like official UFO videos. Um, just got me thinking about aliens and shit. Really, um, Matty, what do you think? Aliens? Um. Well. As we all know, alien was a term for a foreigner. So, by that, yes. By the media portrayal in fiction and sci-fi of these, like, sapient, non-human mm. creatures. Um, if, if there is, they're doing a very good job of hiding mm. them. But... Um, I, I don't think so, um, and and let me uh, let me give you a reason why. Okay, I don't. Do you know who Professor yeah. Brian Cox is? Okay, so he he was asked the question: Is there any other life forms out there? Right, which in theory we are mm. we don't know the answer to. How how can we? Um, but one one thing that he started mentioning was, what if, you know like in the media where they all come in and are stupidly more advanced mm. than we are right what what if that's not just not true um because in in terms of the the time that the universe has existed it's like we're quite young throughout the grand scheme right. of evolution right so we could be the first so perhaps to something else, we could be the aliens. Ah. But, again, un until there's viable proof, you know, because it's one of those, in it? You know, to, to James's point, that there's UFOs and there's that really famous um, image of the astronaut. Uh -huh. yeah. um, you know, yada, yada, yada. But, I guess until there's until there's proof that we're actually sharing the universe with something else, then I'm going to have to say no. Interesting. Uh, Can I actually just add a point on that? I so like Matty like made a really good point about the like coined alien term, and it reminded me of a story I read recently about how like right okay so so it reminded me of a story how I read of how like. With all this talk of us possibly inhabiting um, space, mm. on a technicality, if the majority of the population populated um, space, another planet, in aim to you know survive longer, and there's not so big a population on Earth at that point, which, don't get me wrong, I don't think will be a thing. I think it'll just be a thing for the riches. Um, but if that was a case, then technically the people on Earth would be alien or the people on that planet would be alien uh, by by definition not like actually like green creatures but yeah I, I personally think there's something out there but maybe not to that extent of green creepy looking do you do you think that it what what could what in your opinion is out there 
is a, a far superiorly advanced race? Um, possibly. I think it's either two things. It's either like some form of really small, like animal, like like creature, hmm. or possibly yeah, something that doesn't look like the cartoons but looks more human and is slightly more intelligent. Mm, very interesting. Sorry, Jacob, what do you think? Um, <clears throat> I mean, I, I agree on like Matty and James's points and things. I, th I think it'd be kind of ignorant to believe that we're the only life force that's within your whole entire, you know, galaxy and things. Like, there's, we're always discovering new planets and new things all the time within the galaxy mm. and things. Do, do I believe that the green little sort of people with massive eyes that like you see in the media and things like that? No. And things, I, I don't kind of believe that it is that. Right. Um, because like, like Matt has said and things, you know, it, aliens a term that gets thrown around a lot. And like he said there, you know, we could be the aliens to another planet mm. and things. Um the the thing of the un, unidentified flying objects and stuff well you know of co of course that's going to be seen as strange and things because they're unidentifiable so straight away people and and stuff um do I, do I think that there's like how would you put it that they're far more advanced than what we are and they've got technology and, and this, that, and the other. Um, mm. You know, it, it is a hard one to say in that sense. Um, <clears throat> but then... So, guys, earlier on in the week, I asked you to, to think of some very cool childhood stories. I'm hoping you follow through with your nice homework because we're going to do... The childhood round robin. I'm going to pass the book over to Jacob. Oh, God, there's, there's so many different stories that I could come out with. Um, because, as, a, as many people know, well, friends, anyways, I was <laughs> yeah. a little shit as a kid. <laughs> so, the, the one story that you wanted me to tell, Johnny, was, oh, uh, was regarding a car. Um, <clears throat> ages ago there used to be an advert on the TV where this car would drive past people and people that saw the car drive past would go that's my car because it was brand new and you know mm -hmm. all this kind of stuff and it was like the latest car that was available it's always weird as well because when you hear people of the stories of when, if they've got abducted or they've been probed and stuff and this isn't to sound nasty to those people or anything, but sometimes you look at them on the news and you think to yourself, like, there's not a kind of chance, you know. Um, but there, there are strange things that go on around the world and there are loads of different theories and loads of different things that you can see on CCTV uh, footage and stuff, even on YouTube and things. Um it, it's a hard one to say unless you've physically seen it yourself, you know, but then even if you did physically see it yourself, would people believe what you're, what you're saying as well? Um, 
But, mm. but yeah, but going back to your, your question realistically, I do, I think it would be ignorant to sort of say that we're the only light balls within the entire galaxy. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't, mm. I disagree. Um, on on the sole basis that, like I was explaining, with how how our course of evolution has come, um, that the actually widely considered truth is that we are the only sentient thinking life force out there. Um, now, by obviously, we we don't know what's in far far away galaxies because there could be aliens that are technically aliens, but are just sort of mm. bacteria or any form of cellular level organism like there is on, you know, Mars or whatever. But the the actually widely considered thesis is that we are actually alone. 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 I, my, something you said, Mike, which was interesting, is that we are the alien. Brings me back to yeah, and and I know where you're going with this. <laughs> yeah, brings me back to our older question. You got you're gonna ask me, you you're gonna ask me, my, but if we are the alien to something else, does that not mean that aliens exist? <laughs> to to the points I've raised prior, and the other guys have raised, if if by mm theory we are then then yes of course because there is something that we are alien to but it, it again like your previous question about the definition mm. of a whole it, it is the same thing because people's definitions of holes and aliens are mm. going to differ that, that's what was that's what caught my, my ear because you said how you know every, you know everything around the whole is space so um, what I picked up was everything's a whole, and now we are aliens. It's just taken all kinds of twists and turns we didn't expect, which is brilliant. So, this brings me on to my next question, which is a bit of a long statement. I'm going to have to read out to you. Okay, are you ready? This one regards shopping trolleys. Here we go. The shopping cart is the ultimate litmus test for whether a person is capable of self-governing. To return the shopping cart is an easy, convenient task, and one which we all recognise as the correct, appropriate thing to do. To return the shopping cart is objectively right. There are no situations other than dire emergencies in which a person is not able to return their car. Simultaneously, it is not illegal to abandon your shopping cart. Therefore, the shopping cart presents itself as the apex example of whether a person will do what is right without being forced to do it. No one will punish you for not returning the shopping cart. No one will fine you or kill you for not returning the shopping cart. You gain nothing by returning the shopping cart. You must return the shopping cart out of the goodness of your own heart. You must return the shopping cart because it is the right thing to do, because it is correct. A person who is unable to do this is no better than an animal, an absolute savage, who can only be made to do what is right by threatening them with a law and the force that stands behind it. 
the shopping cart is what determines whether a person is a good or bad member of society. Now I'm going to throw this right on over to James. What do you think of that? Interesting. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Right. So, in the UK, obviously, the loss would be a £1 coin because <laughs> you have to put a coin in to get your uh, car at most, uh, a shopping trolley at most yeah. places. So you would technically lose a pound, although I think I think that was designed to give the illusion of loss because really, if you think about it, you can't tell me that the supermarket paid one pound for that trolley. That trolley was probably like twenty five pound mm. or fifty quid or something like that. You know, I mean, I mean, I don't know the the financials on that. So you know, really, I think the one pound systems to give the illusion of loss. But obviously, like that that shopping trolley mm. obviously cost more than one pound. So I think in the UK it's an encouragement mechanism. Um, but you're right, like it's it's like a habit thing. Like there's no like yeah. punishment if you don't. But as as the statement says, it, it is defining on what is a good or a bad person who's going to do it or not. I mean, what kind of savage just chucks them in the river? For example? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. Uh, Jacob, um, I d- I don't think it defi- defines a person whether they're good or bad. Um, purely because you never know what is going on in someone's personal life. Just right. because just because they've returned a chopping trolley to you know doesn't mean that they're a good person or a bad person. Um, I think I think we do it because it's it's a habit thing, like James has said. And throughout our lives and things like that, even as children and stuff, we've always seen people put them back. Um, so it's probably just an instinct thing of that we've got to put them back. Mm. Or you put them into the bare things and stuff where you can put them. Um, but then at, one, at other points as well, it makes the job easier for someone else as well. Like you kind of do it in a sense, well, it's still, like I said, it still doesn't make you a good or bad person, but you still kind of do it in the sense that you think, well, you wouldn't like it if someone done that to you, where they just abandoned it mm. or something. So you, so you kind of think of the other person on the in their situation. Yeah. But I, d- I don't think putting a shopping trolley back <laughs> defines whether you're a good or bad person. I mean, look, you could be a serial killer. And you could put the tr- shopping trolley back, you know, but does that make you a good person just because you put the uh, trolley back, but you're secretly a serial killer? No. Mm, interesting. Do you relate with the shopping <laughs> trolley at all? What? Do you relate with the shopping trolley at all? In what way? Just in, in the... It's a trolley, isn't it? <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, I don't sit in my room, what? you know, thinking to myself like, "God, I wish I was a trolley. I wish I could relate to those trolleys getting pushed around every day." <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> Being yeah. filled. Well, James, that, that's that's a different conversation. That's X-rated. <laughs> <laughs> no. Finally, pass this on to Mai and get his features on the trolley.
Um, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna deliberately mm. attack this in a slightly different way to my my co-presenters. Um, okay, so what we're talking about right. here is social behavior norms, right? Um, now, given that norms aren't an official rule set, they are actually what is just mm. widely considered as acceptable. Um, within the parameters of social norms, by not doing that, by not returning a trolley, um, in the eyes of society, basically mm. would make you a bad person. In the eyes of an individual, however, it shouldn't because the the reality is, why would I care if someone's mm. putting their shopping trolley back or not? It, it It's not directly affecting me. Um, it's directly affecting by the parameters of what you're talking about mm. and what the thing mentioned, what the uh, statement mentioned. Um, I, I do think it makes you a bad person right. to society in that regard but this but of course to agree with um with both the other guys like especially something that Stuart just said well you could be a, a you know a serial killer mm. and you could put put your trolley back then you know it's sort of that that sort of um might con come as a contradiction um right. but i think that's a different norm set entirely because we 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 don't have the like the ability to see into right. everybody else's personal lives unless we know them. Ah, so, so I see what you're saying. As as an basic, basically, what what I'm saying right is in the the so social model of behaviorism. Um, anything that is not considered widely acceptable. Mm -hmm is a negative thing which is bad and therefore you're in diet you're like you're you're being a bad person by doing so but that's not a representative of an individual's ah, thoughts very nice there you go very nice well this can only take me to my next question which is trolley related again now um, as we're all very aware, um, we are very fond of a very particular 2016 gorilla called Harambe. Um, and now, it's uh, been quite the debate for four years now. And I've seen something which kind of summed it up pretty well. Um, just to be clear, are we all... We all know who Grambe is, right? Rip. Indeed. Yeah, dicks out for Harambe. Dicks out for Harambe. Now, this should be quite a quick question. Um, but basically what it what it showed was another trolley problem where you could switch the the trolley has gone on a single track, and now you've got your hand on the lever which could divert the track, which would Kill Harambe. Now, uh, if you don't pull the lever, then Harambe will be fine. But then nobody will have known about his existence. 
Um, so you could bubble it and Harambe dies, and then the idea of Harambe lives. Now, what is more important to you guys, Harambe or the idea of Harambe? Mai. Um, I'm not entirely mm, sure yeah, I understand what you're trying to talk at all. here. Interesting. Interesting. So, is is this in is this in in sort of layman's terms a sort of a chicken and the egg where the chicken is Harambe and the egg is the I, well, like the well, idea what it is, and it's sort of is if you go back in time and save Harambe you, today we would not know about him and then the idea of him would be lost the the knowing of him the the respect for him would be gone um, he would live but. His name would would die. Right. Um, so, right. Basically, um, if if what by what you're saying, if I was to go back in time and save Harambe, um, would I? Sure. What would it mean for us now that we'd forget who Harambe was? But if we never knew who Harambe was. We we would mm. never, it would never affect us, right? Anyways, because we'd have never known. I see what you're saying. So, so he he would have carried on in the um, mm-hmm. wherever it was that he was in the zoo. Um, he would have been an attraction for people. People would have been like, "Oh, that Harambe, the gorilla, was this that." Um, he would have been f- close with the zookeepers, no doubt, but on the perimeter and beyond uh no oh. nobody would have known who Harambe so would... was but if he was still alive yeah technically that would mm. be a good thing more silverback gorillas basically so you, you you're saying you would not put Levin just have him live yeah because what what if if I if I do if I yeah, if I pull the lever, it moves, right? Right. So the consequence of me pulling mm. the lever is a dead gorilla. The consequence of me not pulling is in theory nothing. So of course I'm ah. I'm like Would you guys agree? I'm gonna pull it. <clears throat> yeah, I, I would definitely agree. Like I wouldn't pull it because at the end of the day, like we we only know Harambe due, due to what real realistically happened, um, and things. But then, even if Harambe lived, his name would still live on with someone that was like the carer of him, or the people that would visit him at the zoo, uh, zoo or enclosure, or whatever where it was that Harambe was at. Hmm. So. Technically, is near like yes, he wouldn't be as much of a viral sort of name as what he is, um, but his name would live on with other people, anyways. You know, and you can't say that realistically that it, you know, the the death of a rambear has like it will affect people and things like that. Of course, it will, but people people have jumped on a meme as well, you know, and it. 
uh, one of those things like people have jumped on the bandwagon of what it is um, because of the because of what was going around and stuff. But realistically, even if he lived, like Harambe still would have meant something to someone and would be in the heart of someone anyways. Mm. So either way, like, I mean, don't get me wrong, what happened was tragic and it shouldn't have happened. But like I say, you know, dead or alive, Harambe would have meant some, something to someone anyways. Mm. Right. Well, that's very selfless. Think of the people who truly loved him for what he was. Any, fin- any finishes on that, James? Uh, no, I've not got not. <clears throat> sorry, no, I've not got anything to add with that. I, uh, nice. I agree with the guys. Very nice. Now, this brings me onto my final point. This one should be covered pretty quickly as we've talked about it extensively. Well, not extensively, but me and Matty have talked about it in the past, but we're going to clarify what this story means. And I know as soon as Matty starts to hear it, I'll hear a massive groan. So. <laughs> I'm already groaning. <laughs> I was sat by the river one day, and I was sat cross-legged, and I thought, hey, what I'll do. I'll start digging. I just started moving some rocks aside with my hand and I just got beneath the sand a bit. And down there, about oh, maybe five inches down, was a rock. About the size of my fist, but I managed to get it out. And it got me thinking, how long has it been there? Because in the past, I have had many a barbecue there. I've Went been there with many friends. I've skipped stones on that area, and that rock has always been there. And its destiny was always written. It was always meant to be found by me. It was waiting. So what I did is I took it a bit further, and I put the rock down, and I smashed it in half with an even bigger rock. And I looked inside, and it was clean. It was a clean break. I touched it. I looked at it. It spoke to me in a new way. And what I seen inside was rock. And this rock, um, the inside at least, has probably never seen been seen by any living creature in since the beginning of time. And here I am, just looking at it, taking it for granted, one might say. And what is the point of what I'm getting at? Now, I'm sure that there is something behind it. And that's why I'm here with you all to hopefully answer. What does it mean? I'm going to shoot this over to James. What do you think that means? I honestly have no idea. <laughs> I mean, in the grand scheme of things, there's obviously like factors like mm-hmm. erosion and like, you know, over time the sand's built up mm-hmm. and like the water flow. I, I honestly don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I mean, somebody else could have dug. Somebody back. else could have dug that up. 
Do you see somebody did? put it back and thought, I'm going to put this back here just to screw with someone one day? Well, might have, or maybe it's always been there. Maybe just the mm. overtime the sun's built and, you know. But there's been people there with a wash and washing the clothes and River Eden. That's been there all along. Jacob, Jacob, what do you think? Yeah. I think that you're insane. <laughs> Why though? I'm... Well, because realistically, how, how do you know that you were the only one that touched that rock? Like a kid could have touched it and dropped that rock. Aye, but you didn't, were... didn't see in the middle of it. But, but yeah, it, it uh, man, it, it's a weird one because like the rock could have been washed up, mm, the rock or anything. Mm. Uh, it, you know, rocks and stuff have been around for centuries. Interesting. Yeah. So, and things like that, like the world that we know and things like that, was very different years ago. So what's not to say that rock came from a different period in time? Ooh, yeah. So were you technically the first one to see it and the first one to pick it up? Oh, definitely the first one to see it. The inside of it, though, when I smashed it open. Oh, well, I mean, that's true. Mm. But what if, what if all the rocks look the same inside? Ah, a general idea of the inside. That's something I hadn't thought about. Now, what I thought it was was something to do with time, and and how you know, although it was there, perhaps millions of years before I was born, was it always meant to be that way, Matty? Jesus. Right. Let's let's clear this air right. There's in terms of the geography and the geology of said rock, there is just no physical way you could know how long that's been there. Right. We can agree on that, yeah. The other the other guys have, have said that. I'm saying that there's no physical way you can because of mm. how the earth is formed, how stuff moves with the river. Uh, like James said, erosion, like Stuart said, the earth difference. As I was saying, um, yeah, mm. the, the guys have said that there's there's just no way um, that you could know. The, but to your point of opening the rock, yeah. You're the first person that's seen inside the rock. I'm honestly not entirely sure what your point is, though. Because, like, you're picking a rock up. I could go and pick a rock up, break it, and see the inside of it. Well, what? I'm not yeah. entirely sure what your point is supposed to be. I don't... And, and I'm going to take it a step further. I don't even think you know what the point exactly of what you're it. trying to get at is that's supposed exactly to be. What, what mean. Because you've you've spoke about mm. you know you're the first person to see inside that rock. Well, that's undebatable. You you probably were. In fact, you you I'm guessing yes you were. 
but you're also talking about how fate and destiny have played in their hands so that that specific rock ends up in that specific mm, place yeah. at a very specific time you picked it up. But that's got nothing to do with um, being the first person to crack it open. I'm sure there is something behind it. Um, I'm pretty sure there's not. You've definitely this this yeah, this whole thing has been definitely overthought. Mm. Um, because if if you're to, you know if you were to say, is it actually fate? Has destiny placed this rock here? We could we could talk for hours about. Um, has has it come up from where the river is? Has has it been skimmed across from the other side of the river? Has you know any form of anything played their hand in that very rock being there? And we could debate that for hours. But to your point of, I I picked it and I cracked yeah. it open. Mm-hmm. No, no one, no one can argue that. <laughs> Unless anybody knows geology in that might yeah. throw this whole fucking can of worms out the window and be like, well, actually, he might not be because the Ooh. rock might have been the inside of another rock, what, mm. what have you. But, yeah, I, I, just like the other guys, I just honestly yeah. don't understand yeah. the point here. Interesting. I honestly think, I honestly think Joe's <laughs> been smoking pot. No, man. Is that what this I, is all about? I man? don't smoke the wacky. <laughs> you just eat it instead. <laughs> I have ne- I've never ingested uh, the wacky um, my entire life. Come on, Johnny, admit it. You love a bit of the devil's lettuce. <laughs> <Pink> <laughs> <on> finger. <laughs> that, and, uh, that kind of uh, wraps it up. To be honest, and who and this brings us to our last segment of the podcast, our usual ending of the wow segment. And who's going to be picking this up today? I'm going... I think this whole episode has been. A while. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna put it on someone's lap. I'm gonna put it on James's lap. Because you haven't done a WoW segment yet. Is there anything uh, kind of eye-opening you can tell us, James? <laughs> right, thanks for putting me on the spot, John. Right, okay, so... Uh, right, so... I suppose let's make it related to the podcast in the sense that we'll say that, like, the whole, you know, a hole in the donut's actually a ring design, and same with the polos. Um, that was down to opinion, and we all had different opinions, and yes, actually... You know, as Matty said, because by design it's um, a ring shape, it never had a hole. Uh, And you're right. So, again, because you had that opinion all along, you've always called it a hole, you know, you've known no different. In the same way that, um, in the same way that, like, you know, if I was to tell you all your life that green was blue and you thought nothing of it, you would always think that green's blue and you would always tell people that green is blue. And it wouldn't be until you spoke to somebody and went, Oh, actually, no. That's that's green. What do you mean? And somebody's like, no, that is blue. That's that's you got your colours wrong, you know. Unless unless you discussed it with somebody and you'd um, known otherwise, you would have always thought that all along. So I think it can be interesting with stuff like that how everybody has different perspective. 
and you know there's different information out there and sometimes you can kind of tie that in with um like other factors like what people believe in regards to aliens i suppose uh, and other things like that and like you're right as you guys touched down on it you know you know you're not a, you're not necessarily not a murderer just because you put your shopping trolley back and stuff like that although if i was a murderer then i'd definitely make sure i'd uh, put my shopping trolley back now <laughs> i'm not a murderer that's something a murderer would say, right? <laughs> no, I'm not, really. Right. Anyway, jokes aside, I'm not a murderer. And, uh, you know, exactly. I think the shopping trolley analogy actually just puts to rest... The shopping trolley al- analogy actually points out that more of a laziness factor than anything, I think. But, yeah, it's interesting. Okay, okay, take this with you. Everybody else has a different opinion in life and everybody will have a different perspective. That is okay. Everybody is entitled to their opinion. Um, and and just know that everybody will have a different perspective on some things, whether it's a hole or uh, not a hole. <laughs> That's all from me.